This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 Central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. This is Tailgate Talks Week 46. This is the tailgate where we discuss what is happening around the sports world. Uh, NFL, NBA, MLB, uh, hockey, whatever whatever else we feel like talking about on this part of the show. Um, but today we got a decent discussion for you with the NFC and AFC North divisions. We're going to be doing an NFL breakdown. Got some shot bets and final shots for you guys coming up. So... Uh, make sure, if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. If it is on iTunes, drop us the five stars. Give us a good rating below. Uh, make sure you follow us on socials. Twitter, we are at tailgate underscore talks. That's where we're kind of mostly active, but the Instagram has been on fire lately. Brooks with the with the good edits. We had a great great edit with the, uh, with the Kool-Aid man that we just posted. I loved it. Kool-Aid. Uh, Kool-Aid. Just don't Kool-Aid. don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> don't drink the Kool-Aid. It was a, it was a funny edit, dude. I loved it. Um, Facebook as well. We're also um, remotely active on there, but still give us a follow on there as well. Spotify or uh, sorry on on uh, YouTube. We are also posting videos two one to two times a week. Make sure you subscribe there. Hit the bell notification. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can follow him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, follow him at Calvin B Barrett. Me, follow me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, suggestions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, email us at the email tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So, about to kick this over to Dustin. We're going to do our AFC and NFC North Division breakdowns. This is the Tailgate Talks NFL discussion. Are you ready for the football? All right, Dustin, take it away. Yeah, this week we go to the North for the AFC and the NFC North. Two really good divisions, I think, especially the AFC North. That's what we're going to start with. With the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals still don't have an indoor facility, but that's okay. They have a brand-new wide receiver. Jamar Chase was their big top pick. Joe Burrow is obviously coming off a knee injury from last year. He was hot to start last year, their big-time quarterback. Um like I said, Jamar Chase is their big addition at wide receiver, even though A.J. Green left town. He was a little hurt in and out the last few years, so I don't think that's a huge loss there. Um, but, Brooks, what are your thoughts on the Bengals? Yeah, it's all about Burrow and can they protect him. They had a yep. horrible offensive line yeah. last year, and instead of taking Panay Sewell, who would have really been a nice addition to an offensive line, they decided to – link up the wide receiver duo in college, Jamar Chase and Burrow. And rumors right now are Chase is struggling pretty hard big time uh, so far in camp. Had several drop passes uh, in some preseason games. So there's some concern there. But, I mean, really, it just revolves around can you protect Burrow. That's that's the key thing. That knee injury was awful last year. How he recovered. 
Is he, he took some other like just sacks and running? He likes to run a little bit and took some open field hits. He's got to just be smarter that way. Yeah. Too. It's like one of those things you got to learn, I think. And, and it's, you learn it in your first couple of years. Like it's not college. Like no. you're, you're yeah. not going to be able to run and scamper for as much. You got fast dudes on the other side of the ball, closing in on you and hitting you hard. So he's got to learn on that. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's a kind of a weak team overall. They have some good yeah. young receivers, but I just don't know if they have enough overall to really make them a threat this year True. at all. Yeah. All right. What else you got I mean, for the Bengals? No, Bengals, I mean, that that is the main storyline. That injury was probably one of the saddest things to ever see because Joe Burrow going into that first season was, yeah. the, was the, the hottest hottest uh, hottest item uh, on the menu. Everybody yeah. was excited to see him. Nobody for, for years, even with Andy Dalton doing okay there, <laughs> nobody for years was excited to watch the Bengals until this season. Mm-hmm. And so for him to get hit that way, I watched that game, watched him get carted off. That was... Uh, it, it made it made me feel bad that he got drafted there because he is a talent, and he got drafted to one of the worst places that he probably could have gotten drafted to. So, uh, I mean, as Brooks said, covered it well. I mean, we we they they need to protect him, and if they don't protect him, then they've ruined this kid's career, and and it's very very unfortunate. But that's that's kind of the game of football. Yeah, I totally agreed with you, Brooks. That they should have taken. Sewell over yep. Jamar Chase because it doesn't matter who's out there to catch balls or run the ball if you can't block for those guys. So to not take a probably pro bowler at guard, that's really awesome. I don't know if that's a mistake, but I know the Lions love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move over to Cleveland. The Browns yeah. had a great season last year, finally busted out. Um, and Baker Mayfield led the way, got them to the playoffs. Um, but yeah, the Browns going to year four with Baker Mayfield. They also bring back, I don't know if anybody remembers, but Odell Beckham had a pretty bad knee injury as well last year. Out with ACL injury, missed 11 games, but the Browns offense got better without him. True. So putting him back into the mix, what will that do? And how much can Baker Mayfield keep this going? Um, Arlie, what do you think about the Browns? I think it's going to come down to Baker getting another year of experience uh, with a good team. Uh, This is a solid running team, very, very strong. And I think Baker's star power is starting to kind of not overpower ODB, not by any means, but it's kind of starting to even it out a little bit. It's it's kind of used to be like, I got to feed ODB, I got to feed ODB, I got to feed the big man all season long. And then now it's kind of starting to inch its way because the conversation is less about ODB. He's still a big star in the league, still, still, still a good top five at full at full health. But uh, I think this roster and this team is gonna is gonna actually end up winning the division this year. I think the 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 Ravens are phenomenal, uh, and th- that's a big take. But like the Ravens, kind of have been a little bit not figured out, but like they've had difficulty and people know how to stop them. And so I wouldn't be too surprised to see the Browns win this division this year with OD if he with ODB back in the lineup if he's at full force and they're not trying to force feed him. Nice. Brooks, what else you got for the Browns? Yeah, I think a lot of it you heard the stories of last year Baker just felt like he had to feed Mm -hmm. Odell 
And so when he left, I think it made him a little more comfortable. Now can Odell come back and be fine with his role as not being like the star wide receiver? Cause he hasn't been that in several years cause he's been hurt no. and he hasn't been putting up anywhere near the production he had at the beginning of his career. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, for me, it's all about the running game for them. It's the smartest thing that their offensive coordinator did last year was realizing he had two beasts back there in Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, and he just fed them the ball and made Baker kind of a game manager. I think for them to go to the next level, it becomes Baker taking kind of that next step of from game manager to a guy who can really go out there and win you games by throwing the ball, yep. complement it, complement that with a really good, you know, run, uh, you know, running offense and then a defense that continues to improve and a possible yeah. defensive player of the year in Miles Garrett. I think this has the potential to be a really good team this year. Uh, so I would, I, I kind of expect them to take a, a decent leap. And, you know, they've got a tough schedule, though. We, we didn't mention it with the Bengals, but this whole, a, this whole AFC North division has a really tough schedule. The Browns, they have lots of winnable games in the middle of the season, but the end of their season goes Ravens. Yep. They got the Raiders in there, but Packers, Pittsburgh. So that's going to be a key part of the season for them. If they can get some wins down there, if they're in a division battle, that's that's not a great <laughs> great lineup of teams there. And and New, New England there, right right before that Detroit game. And we don't we don't really know what they're going to be looking like this year, but I think to kind of combo with that, what you guys said, yeah, is not necessarily Baker dealing or Odell dealing with their new roles is can the offensive coordinator deal with having Odell back and True. not change it from, Hey, what let's worked. keep giving Kareem hunt and chub the ball, yeah. like keep running the ball and run that play action and do all that. And now you just have an extra weapon. Don't force it to the weapon and then go back to running later. Like, Very true. Yeah. Coaching needs to be there as well. So, but yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're gonna see what this team can do really early on. Their their season opener against Kansas City, they're they're we're gonna see what this team is made of. If they can compete in that game to any degree, which I don't think that they're gonna win it because Kansas City is gonna be on a fucking tear this year. But yeah. uh, if they can if they show that they can compete in that game, then it's it's it, it's kind of it's gonna be a good foresight into what the rest of the season will look like for these Browns. Yeah. Let's move over to the favorite in this division, Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. And let's start with my stat of the week real quick and get that out of the way. Get it. Take that for data. Still love it. I still love that audio. I don't know why. Not a very serious stat of the week, but somehow the Ravens have won 19 straight preseason games, which if you think about it is, what, four years running? Almost five now. That's like tw- since 2015. Oh, that's actually fucking. I mean, if you think about it, that just that's just good coaching that to like get your backups and third stringers and special teamers and guys that get cut to still win you games. Yeah, it's how just long, pretty. It's ridiculous. Four or five years. Like how long has uh, Lamar Jackson been in the league now? Four four years. This is his fourth no. year. Yeah, maybe four four uh, years. This is right? his fourth year. Do you yeah, think that's so? No, I don't think it has anything to do with him. <laughs> no, 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 not that. But it's just no. like the Ravens have have become re-relevant. Like they were relevant with with uh, right 
with back at the, what, what uh, ten years ago they were relevant, and then they kind of dropped off with uh, what was yeah. his name? The, the Joe Flacco. The Flacco. Shit, I couldn't think of it. Um, but then they became re relevant once they once they got uh, Lamar Jackson in there, and I think this kind of lines up with that, like where they yeah. where they just became dominant again or beastly again. I don't yeah. know. That's cool. They stat. are very cool dominant. Stat. Speaking of that, they have the most dominant run game, or one of the most dominant with Lamar. Obviously, Mark Ingram out of town. That just gives J.K. Dobbins more touches. They brought in Sammy Watkins. They also brought in a first-round receiver pick in Rashad Bateman. So they're definitely trying to get Lamar some more weapons. Yeah. But similar to what we just talked about with like the Bengals having weapons, they have some offensive line issues. Some guys that got traded, got out of town, left, in and out, a bunch of transition there. Brooks, what do you think about the Ravens for this year? Um, this is a interesting one for me. The talk around town is have the has the Ravens offense been figured out? I know somebody kind of mentioned heard that going around the, the the league has figured out Lamar Jackson. Well, I kind of view it as the league's figured out the offense, not they Lamar Jackson. Very yeah. Specific about that. Yeah. Like, I just what, what it, it is very <laughs> it is such a one dimensional offense. So much running. Last year they were one of the worst passing teams in, in the NFL. Uh, they've got talented pass catchers and Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, and then one of the best tight ends in the NFL as well to go along with them. Yep. And then you mentioned the first round wide receiver draft pick. So they have guys there. It's just, you know, has the offense fizzled out? Wouldn't shock me. I mean, Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, who we know with it, Kaepernick was out, like yeah. kind of a big deal for a couple years and then kind of ran its course. As, yeah something like this happened and then also their defense kind of lost some players that were pretty solid for them um they're not producing sacks they're not getting to the quarterback that's one of the best attributes of defenses is their ability to put pressure on the opposing team's quarterback they only had like they only have guys uh on their defense who had three sacks last year or less so they don't have anybody coming back who did any sort of damage on that end. So I don't know. It's an interesting team. The Ravens always competitive, but you know, the end of their season is fucking tough. We got the Browns, Steelers, Browns, Packers, throw the Bengals in there. And then the Rams and Steelers. That's a fucking tough stretch to end the season. The two games right before that too. Miami's Miami's looking like they could be good this year and Chicago. Not to be not to be underrated. I don't know. It's a tough defense. So it's, you're, it's always a battle when you play the Bears. So yeah, it's a tough stretch whew. for them. I mean, Brooks has almost that. talked me out of the out of the Ravens. Are That's they, what my else you got? point. That's my more. point. Is people are kind of figuring it out, and like even more so now. Brooks is kind of like they yeah. got a rough stretch at the end here. Minnesota's not awful, awful. That that Just, that but that bye week gone for them is rough. Yeah, and they're they're a It'll solid be, team because what what did they go 15, uh, thirteen and three last year, something like that. Uh, they they fell off. They were in the wild card okay. game. Um, you know they they took their losses. I think you know Lamar had uh, COVID last year. They had some right. issues with health and stuff like that. But yeah, they're all jacked up because of all the COVID. Yeah, games. that's right. That's true. They had some crazy it's, Tuesday games, Wednesday games. Just kind of one of those teams where, you know, Lamar two years ago when he won the MVP, that offense was so dominant. 
it obviously took a pretty decent step back last year. Uh, and I'm just curious where it goes this year. And it's not that I think Lamar isn't a great player. I think oh, he's phenomenal. super dynamic. And I would love to have him on the team that I rooted for. I just, I don't know. It always makes me nervous. His size, could he get hurt? He loves to run the football. There's always that. today that Lamar's, his game is, and the Ravens game is similar to Giannis and the Bucks. He's a very um, unique player with unique skill set, way different than a lot of other players. And so the team plays a lot different because of that. Okay. Yeah. Giannis is way better with a lead. So are the Ravens because then they can run the ball, you know, not so good late when Giannis has to shoot or when Lamar has to start throwing. So can the Ravens yeah. maybe figure it out like Milwaukee did this year? I can see that. Uh, that's that's kind of a good cross reference. I do like it. I, yeah, it's just everybody knows what they're going to try and do, and everybody knows how to slow down this offense because that was always the kicker two years ago and last year a little bit was nobody really knew how to predict it, and they had I think a little bit of a better I don't know I don't know about better running back core, but that's going to be kind of the biggest I guess difficulty for them. And tough season. Shit. I didn't even look yeah. at that. Good call, Brooks. Yeah. All right. Last team in this division, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't really have anybody coming off injuries like all these other teams pretty much did. But Big Ben is back in the building for another year. He's only 39 years old. He's Healthy, new, Big not, Ben. He's on a new diet. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> But their big deal last year was offensive line. I don't think it was terrible, but I think it's going to be definitely improved. But their number one pick this year, running back Najee Harris out of Alabama. Obviously, he's already shown to be a beast through practice in this preseason. Yeah. Going to get a ton of workload, too. They're thinking every down back type situation. Um, What do you got for the Steel City? Um. I, I kind of actually expect somewhat less of a repeat of last season. Come out hot. I can see that. Nobody's going to, nobody's, yeah. everybody's kind of written off Ben again, but that was always Ben's issue in the past was he didn't give a fuck about his body. He didn't give a fuck what he was doing. His off season was chicken wings and beer and, and, and whatever the hell he wanted to do. And then now everyone was like, you know, the common the 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 the, the narrative around him was, uh, was just that he he doesn't take care of himself, and he changed that around because yeah. I mean, finally, you know, the news that oh hey Tom Brady eats healthy, maybe I should too because I'm old, hit him, and I think he's gonna try and go out on a high note, and I think that they're gonna surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, I, I I think a, a a repeat of last season wouldn't be kind of unimaginable we'll say um i don't know brooks what, what, what do you think man yeah it's all kind of on the offense because we know yeah. the defense is going to be awesome again uh that steelers defense is always you know up there with the best in the league i do love Najee harris that pick for them was great they really lacked in the running game last year and like dustin said a lot of that was on the offensive line yeah it, they just became one dimensional opposite of the Ravens they had to throw the ball all the time I think what Ben in that Browns game threw it like 60 times um they just had no run game we'll see what happens with that line if they're able to 
you know, create space for Najee Harris, but he's just such a dominant back and able to break tackles and stuff like that. I think he'll, he'll kind of work even if that line isn't able to, you know, really step up and, you know, yeah. be as great as we want them to be. Definitely. And I'm kind of with Arley. I mean, if you look at their dominant defense last year, they played either terrible quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks or True. rookie quarterbacks. Yep. And then once they had to play the good experienced teams and quarterbacks, they started to lose and crash out. Yep. They also lost their second best defense player in Bud Dupree. Yeah. So well, that's actually a huge loss. Um, so how dominant was their defense last year? Eh, kind of hard to tell, honestly. But I'm kind of with you. I think it's going to be a little disappointing. I know Brooks had a fun stat for me earlier that that uh, Tomlin has never gone under 500 since being the coach of the Steelers, and he's in like year 16 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Especially he's never him, gone less than eight and eight. So this maybe this is the year. I don't know. Uh, this uh, one's a tough one. And, yeah. and another back to like the schedule, their season ends with the Titans, Chiefs, Browns, and Ravens. So, yeah, like last year, Arlie, you said they started off quick and kind of fizzled out. Well, if they do that again this year, that's like a really tough last four <laughs> games down the stretch yeah. to play if you're fighting for a playoff spot or just to, you know, try to stay in that race. That's, that's a tough four game yeah. stretch to the end of the season that could doom you. But those first 12, <laughs> but if you look at those first 12 weeks for them, it, 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 they, 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 they can come out of, out of that with a winning yeah. record. It's the yeah. end of it. You're right. The, the end of that, those last four, going to be tough. But I think well, that I think they can... a lot of it... Go, go, go. A lot of it, kind of what you're... I think last year, it was easy, easy, easy for those, yeah. like, 12 games they were undefeated. Mm-hmm. And then their very last four games left that sour, sour taste in all of our mouths. Like, oh, this team yeah. isn't that team. And I think like those four games could kind of leave that similar taste in our mouths. We're like, oh, they're kind of this was kind of fraudulent. <laughs> but if you go back and listen to even our takes on the show as we first started, the very oh, we first were, thing we we were we yeah. were on their ass. We didn't fucking believe yeah. in them I for didn't, a minute. We didn't believe in them for a minute. Bo- it's not that we didn't believe in them, but then you go and see, oh, they lost all these games, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's the story on these guys. That's right. you know, and this could be a very similar. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I, I just I I feel like we're gonna kind of catch a, a bottle rocket season from them. Just yeah, big quick launch and then just little 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 little, little, little flutters at the end. All right, well let's go ahead and stick with the Steelers and let's do our predictions over unders. Steelers are at eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. Brooks, what do you got? Mike Tomlin has never finished under 500, like you said. He doesn't start this season. I got the Steelers. Going over wow. eight and a half wins this year. I think they improve. I love Tomlin as a coach. I think the defense will will prove to be a good force for them. And then the offense with the new coordinator and a good running back okay. and obviously some good wide receivers out there that they'll be you know, right there in the mix. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh I'm in the same I'm in the same boat there. I, I do think that they go over on this one and I think eight and a half is almost a little low for them, but I can see why it's at eight and a half. But this is Mike Tomlin. You got a lot of experience returning. I don't see them uh, not breaking 10 wins in my opinion, but yeah, uh, I I know. But like, I think eight and a half is a little low. I think that should have been at least one game higher at nine, nine and a half. 
But I, I'm going over on this one. I know, I think that they do break that double-digit win line. Okay, I'm going over just because we have the 17th game, and I think they can squeeze out nine wins. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. I, I'm not Same. going 10, but if it was last year, I'd go under and take an 8-8 eight and eight type of season. Okay. Um, let's go to the other two good teams, Browns. They're listed at 10 and a half. They're way up there. Arlie, what are your thoughts on the Browns? Shoot, shoot. I'm, 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 as we've described, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on this team. I'm actually feeling solid. I feel like they've figured it out. I feel like uh, if they, if they do stick to their, their, what's worked for them, what got them into the playoffs and what had them have a run in the playoffs, uh, you're going to have one of the best hands possible as a, as a play action option. And I, I think they go over. I, I wouldn't be too surprised to see them pull thir- 12, 13 wins. I heard you say. I heard you say it earlier. Take the division. You sticking with that? I think I still think they do. I still think they do in a surprise. Mm-hmm. I still think they by by a game, not big. Okay. I don't think it's surprise. I think they're the favorites to win this division. No, are, are, are the Ravens are at eleven. Raven, Ravens are up by Ravens a half. Are at eleven. Yeah. So we'll get to them in a second. Brooks, what do you think of the Browns? Ten and a half. I've got the over on this as well. Over. Over. Do you want to make a division prediction with them yet? or I think it? they win the division, yes. All right. I'm with y'all on all that win the division. Um, I think they have the most depth, best running game, and the best defense. And that's going to yeah. win a lot of games in the north, obviously. And and the main mm-hmm. thing is, is your take on that, which is as long as they stick to what fucking worked. I think they have a good coach. I think yeah. they have a coach who knows what works, and I think that's what's going to ultimately propel them. Yeah. Do that. All right. The other favorite, actually the favorite of this division, the Ravens are at eleven wins. Now Arlie, you didn't sound too hot on them earlier. So uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Brooks on this one and, and push. I think they go right at eleven this year. Well, I didn't say push. No, for, you said it last week. I think there was oh, a yeah, even hint. <laughs> I was yeah, like, when yeah. did I say that? No, 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 no. You said it All last right, week. We got a push from Arlie. Brooks I'm going. I'm going right pushing. at eleven. I'm going right at eleven. Brooks is not pushing. What are you going to do, Brooks? I'm going under. I think Ooh. they have a really tough schedule, as we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the end of their season is a, a tough slog. Will Lamar stay healthy this year? Yeah. Uh, is that offense going to figure out how to, you know, be more diverse? Uh, I'm just, I'm, I don't really know. I don't really buy it. I feel like this is the year that they probably fall down. And I think the Steelers kind of maybe are the team that I'm expecting to step up in that case. So hmm. are you under on the Ravens? Me out of them, but I'm actually going to go with Arlie. I had written down push with the 11 on them, nice. but I don't, you're not expecting to win the division. I, still I don't expect either. the Browns to take that by yeah. winning twelve or more. Fuck. I think there. So pushing with the Ravens. But I got three playoff teams in this division. Okay. So I we can got see that Browns too. winning it all over. Brooks, who else is making it? I got Ravens and Steelers both there with in the wild card uh-huh. with probably ten wins each. Ten or nine wins. I, I feel like that. there's just I was debating all these playoff teams. I was like, I don't really know who steps up and fills that if, void up. If we're going by what we have so far, that would fill up your wild card teams before yeah, we get the, the East. Yeah, and well, I already you did that. Amend wild cards. We have allowed that. I said that from the beginning of this. So we have some room to wiggle those wild card teams around. 
But for now, we want Ravens and Steelers, yeah? Um. Yeah, I mean, for sure, Ravens and Steelers on the wild card. Brown's taking it. I still think uh, all three are very talented, and all three are very well coached. All three are very well, uh, very, very are, are solid at the quarterback position, uh, and that's kind of the main three things that you need is uh, to be a good have a good shot at the playoffs each year. Yeah. And Harley, yeah. you want both of them as well? Yeah, I'm taking both as well. Ooh. Absolutely. You know what? You know what? I might I might pause on one of those teams. I'm, we're going to have to come back next week because, right. yeah, I forgot there's two teams in the other division that I do right, like right. as well. Did we pick I'm the not... Bengals? We didn't, we didn't, we didn't pick our over. Oh, under did the we Bengals. About no, we, we coasted Sorry. right over it. It's, it's, it's okay. You know, it happens to Houston. Happens I mean, to Cincinnati. Bengals are at six and a half. <laughs> under. <laughs> they're they're uh, going to get bullied by this under. division. All right. Good talk. Six and a half was ridiculous. I was like, how yeah, the fuck is. are they getting six and a half? They're getting bullied. The in their fuck own out division. of this division. And then against that other division. Um, back to the playoffs and the real teams. I'm only taking the Ravens to make it. Like I said, I think the Steelers kind of fall off a little bit with only nine wins. So I only got Browns and Ravens making it out of the AFC North. We'll see. So, um, great division there, though. But, yeah. Um, NFC North, a lot more questions. A lot more questions over there. We're going to bounce over there, talk about our NFC North. Starting with Jillian's favorite, the Chicago Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears. The Bears. Bears. Obviously, we know what the Bears' quarterback situation is. They drafted Justin Fields, which was an amazing move. Um, But after signing Andy Dalton, um, they've somehow stuck with, we're going to keep starting him. I thought that was funny. He does look good in that Bears orange I'll say, but Justin Fields looks better as a quarterback. <laughs> but the rest of their team kind of just, I don't know, not really confuses me, but I just don't know what to do with them. Um, Arley, what else? What do you think about the Bears? So I'm still I'm still actually kind of hopeful for them. They had, they had a decent season hopeful. last year, hopeful. and – I'm not on any kind of hype train with them. I'm not like, oh, they're they're gonna run over this division. I'm sorry, but as it, 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 as long as Aaron Rodgers is is with the Packers, right? This is this is Aaron Rodgers' division. He he's gonna he's got every other team on a leash, taking them for a mm-hmm. walk every single week. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I do think that they have a shot at being the second best team in this division. The Vikings are in the same boat for me with them. They're both kind of inconsistent, but they both have a shot at winning most matchups that they're going to come against. And I think that the the Bears are going to be that de- that kind of solid defensive roster. Yeah, that's what they've been the last few years. Brooks, what do you think about the Bears? Yeah, it's all down to the quarterback for me because yeah. we all know Andy Dalton doesn't really get anybody excited. He doesn't fire about, you up, dude. He doesn't fire you up, even though that he's got that fiery red hair. Oh, yeah. Uh, it does nothing to really move the needle for me. It feels like if he's their quarterback, it's just going to be another Bears team that has a great defense that gets worn down from mediocre quarterback play. And Nagy hasn't done anything like – those coaches haven't done anything to tell me that they can actually run a productive offense. Like Mitch has looked 
Mitch has looked pretty dang good. I know it's just preseason, but he looks like a completely different guy. Like, it was it Mitch or was it the coaches? And I have a tough time believing in these coaches right now. So I don't really know. I don't really know. I want to see Fields, and I think Fields would change my trajectory of this team because I think he is exciting, and he definitely brings an element to this offense that could make this team way more exciting. I really, really, really hope that they see that he's the future and they move to him quick, sooner rather than later. Yeah, That's, it all it all hinges on that move and that timing of that move. Now, we talked about how rough these schedules are, AFC North, NFC North playing each other. Yeah. Um, their schedule's not terrible. Um, they also play – They got a rough middle NFC there. They got West. Yeah. I'm they're looking at before, that right now. Bye week, they're like, yeah, those four, four games before their bye week, rough there. But if you um, leave Andy Dalton in for that and don't even give yourself chances in those games, I mean, it, then it's probably too late. Yeah. Like, I don't know when when's your when's your plug for Andy Dalton. I mean, well, they're either... probably going to go one and two out of the gate with beating the Bengals, maybe two and two out of the Lions, obviously. This kind of reminds me, and not saying it's going to go that way, but kind of what the Dolphins season was last year, right? Like they had Tua, yeah. but they had Fitzpatrick, and they're like, right, hey, we're going to start the season with Fitzpatrick and oh, yeah. just kind of let him get the season going. Now the Dolphins ended up being better than everybody kind of expected. They were winning games, and they tried mm-hmm. to make the move over to Tua. I mean, they remained competitive with them. Could that be a similar situation here where their defense is good enough to keep them in games? Can Andy Dalton do just enough to win you some? And then maybe midseason they're like, all right, it's time to hand this over to the future. I I can see him being brought in by week five against against Las Vegas. Um, First four games, give him some reps, put him in. Two and two, two, you'd probably be two and two. That means yeah. Andy Dalton, unless it's an injury, hasn't done anything to lose the job, most likely. Yeah, but Fitzpatrick didn't do anything to lose the job last also year. Also true. And and let's be honest, Andy Dalton's just a band-aid over the wound. Fields yeah. is the future. And so if you're at two and two, you can get them in against Las Vegas, who's gonna be decent yeah. but winnable game for Chicago. And so that would be a good starter game. You don't want to start him in that rough patch anywhere in between Green Bay and Pittsburgh and have that be his first NFL yeah. start. So like that Las Vegas or that Detroit game would probably be the most reasonable. And if not, then you'd have to wait all the way until week 12 where you're facing Detroit again to plug him in. So it's kind of like, that's yeah, the best know. spot. I feel like to where you're at two and two, you're going to at, at LA. I, I don't know. Yeah. Pretty much we have a good consensus on the Bears. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll leave the Bears at that. The one thing we them. know is that they have a good defense. Yeah. <laughs> good defense, quarterback questions. Let's bump over to the team that we know is probably not going to be any good, but made, the, I guess you could say, the biggest transaction of the offseason. Detroit Lions, they obviously traded and swapped Jared Goff for Matt Stafford. They drafted – best offensive lineman in this draft in May Sewell. They also got a new head coach who, man, Dan Campbell is a crazy person. Any interviews is he's amazing. 
I think he fits Detroit in the lines. I hope he works out just because he's awesome. A crazy um, person, that dude. But honestly, besides a Jared Goff, who we saw with Sean McVay was inconsistent, and we know Panay Sewell's good, I, they don't have much else. I mean, Andre Swift, but no offensive line. Brooks, do you have anything else for the Lions? Yeah, just a lot of question marks all over the place for this team. You know, haven't been good defensively. Nope. They were kind of pretty mediocre on offense with what a lot of people consider to be a pretty good quarterback in Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah. And then you're changing that from Jared Goff, who was a mediocre quarterback with a right. great offensive mind. Yeah. So you put him in Detroit with lesser weapons and a lesser offensive play caller. I just don't see this meshing well. I feel like Goff is just going to be there for maybe a year. And then it's just kind of like, all right, well, We'll figure out what we got to do from here. But I do not see bright things happening this year in Detroit. It's, are they um, are they a legit contender with the Texans for worst team in the NFL? Yeah. I yes. fully believe so. I yes. fully believe so. I yeah. think their roster is worse than the Texans. I um, think so, I think, too. But I think it could go toss-up either way. With I can't name a receiver for the Lions. Can you? Uh, dang it! I just had it. They don't have Kenny Galladay anymore. They don't have yeah, uh, Kenny G and their other guy Marvin Jones. Out, so they, they don't even have receivers. receivers. They they have T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawk is good. Mar- Marquise Godwin. That's the only name I recognize off this fucking list. But besides receivers, we can't name Arley. Do you have any? Holy shit! No. Shall we move I'm, on? I'm actually looking at their receiver roster, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Fuck are they? Nope. <laughs> like, yeah. Who who is who is John Johnsonson? I don't know this name either. Like, they That's might as well name. all be named that. That's not actually John somebody. Johnsonson. That's it. I made that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they all look like to me. That's what I'm reading it like. I'm like, I don't fucking know any. All right. Oh, they got Tyrell Williams from the. Uh, they got some people, Chargers. but but it's Rashad still. Perryman's been bounced around the league and literally got a bunch of backup. They got a bunch of like third string wide receivers it that are like right. as their number one and number two. Yeah. They do have. I don't think we third, Their third receiver. He has an awesome name. Amon Raw St. Brown. Wow. I think uh, that we've spent enough time on the Lions. I think yeah, so too. Let's get out of the Lions and go to the, the Vikings. Good luck, Dan Campbell. Minnesota. Good luck, Dan Campbell. We hope to hear awesome interviews from you. Bite some kneecaps. About it. <laughs> All right, moving over to Minnesota. Looking oh, at them hell. and thinking about them and the fact that their team is just still around Kirk Cousins. I know that Dalvin Cook is arguably one of the best running backs in the league, but everything still has to go through Kirk Cousins, and I just don't know about them. Kind of similar to the Bears. I'm just – I don't know. Brooks, what do you think about the Vikings? Are you you an I don't knower? Dude, I'm so tired of Kirk Cousins always. (laughs) I just – I fucking can't stand him. I always think back to when we're at the final four and they show Patrick Mahomes and the crowd goes wild. And then they show we're playing Michigan state, Kirk cousins, Michigan state (laughs) alum. They show him and in Minnesota and crickets. crickets. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. Um, I just, I don't, 
I've never liked him. He can be a good, decent game manager. Uh, I love Dalvin Cook. He's obviously mm. great. Yep. They've got a young budding star in Justin Jefferson at the wide receiver position, so they have some pieces there. Their defense wasn't particularly great last year, um, but I think their coaching know, Zimmer, is good. But that's Zimmer about always, it. yeah. I right. just when I'm looking at them and the Bears, it's like, what do I know? And the one thing that I know from both of these teams is that, like the Bears have a really good defense, and I don't really know much other on the Vikings really to uh, it's tough because i could see them obviously being competitive this year and i could see them being four or five six wins too i just i don't really know it's it's a 500 team i hate them them. (laughs) you're ugly and i hate you (laughs) they made my brain hurt today when i was like going through this i was like i don't really fucking know what to do with these guys like it's 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 a 500 team they're gonna win half their games they're gonna lose half their games and they're gonna be kind of unimpressive and i don't expect them to get a wild card out of it like that's the end result out of this i I don't and uh, uh, again with the packers they're 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 gonna be the packers bitch both games and that's gonna be the end of this fucking like conversation for me with the with with the vikings all right, yeah, let's this... move over to the big boys then. Got, got one big boy. Yeah. He's finally back. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Obviously, they've been good, but they had a uh, shaky off-season relationship, I guess you could oh, say. Yeah. What? <laughs> what happened? Wait, that didn't make the news yeah, anywhere. The, uh, Please tell us. They were just on a break, okay? It wasn't a breakup. They were just on a break. They're going to get they back together for like yeah. a few more months and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, he's back, and they're an awesome playoff team. Obviously, they've gone deep in the playoffs the last couple of years. The rest of the division either stinks or is a 500 type team. Mm-hmm. I see them dominating this division. Arlie, what do you think about Rodgers and the Packers? So, as you said, it they're going to be dominating this division. There, there, there is no ands, ifs, or buts there. Uh, Chicago Bears are going to give them a little bit of hassle. With the defensive end, Vikings maybe, but it, it's going to be six easy wins there. Not easy wins, but within a seven-point victory on all of those. Uh, looking at their schedule, I they're going to be the the Packers that we're always that, that we're used to expecting. I mean, I I, I don't see where they're going to go on some big losing streak here. A couple of tough, uh, rough matchups. Kansas City's always rough, but. Uh, Again, I mean, there's they're facing what we just got done talking about with the AFC North quite a bit. I still think they're going to be a solid roster, and and Rodgers is gonna is gonna ball out this year because he's gonna want to end up having a little bit more more power in where he goes, yeah. and so he's gonna bend this division over his knee. He's gonna take it, put him on a leash, and walk <laughs> him, and that way he can have his pick of the litter of where he goes next season. Yeah, Brooks. What else you got about Packers? Yeah, Rodgers' last dance season, you know, it feels very similar to that. And I know they posted that picture, him and Adams, and I just feel like he's kind of on that bleep you tour this year where he's just going to kind of go out. I think he's going to show out. He was obviously amazing last year. And I think if they have a playoff game where it comes to a field goal kicker, Aaron Rodgers, I bet oh. your ass Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there. He's on not the stepping field. off the field this no, year. No, he's not. He's going yeah. ki- to fucking kick the football. He's if not. they even kick a field goal all year, I'll be shocked. Uh, <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers, I, I, 
I want to see Aaron Rodgers lining up for a kick just once, just to be a big old fucking yeah. you the last year. Yeah. Here's my um, couple things about the Packers. Um, they got rid of their like Pro Bowl center, which is like the quarterback's best offensive yeah. lineman. I mean, they literally touch butts, hands yeah. butts every play. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, comfortable with that person. Yeah, and I've always, I mean, obviously their defense still. Eh. Can they be middle of pack defense and just keep things okay and manageable? But I've always been concerned that their receiving core, like their second, third, and fourth receivers, always get hurt like at different times throughout the year. Yeah, so yeah. Rogers might want to have this go off tour, but who's he going to be throwing to? Um, the best receiver in the league, Devonte Adams. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> well, Devonte could be there, but. How many games is Alan Lazard going to play, who was a top 10 receiver for like three or four games and then got hurt for the rest of the season? Same with Valdez Scantling. I know they brought back Randall Cobb, but he's kind of old and washed up and way too expensive. That was dumb. So it's like that's maybe the greatness they can, of if they can stay healthy, but, yeah, he can make them better as well. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out was their schedule. They do have a yeah. really brutal second half of the schedule. So they have games against Kansas yep. City, Seattle, Rams, Ravens, and the Browns all in that back half. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where I feel like if they get off to a great start, they're they winning games. They finish strong, though, with Vikings and Lions. Yeah, you got a couple <laughs> cupcakes in there at the end, but it's a pretty difficult stretch. And there's been times yeah. where Rodgers has been hurt. Maybe he actually does a fuck you to the Packers by just tanking this year. I don't know. Yeah, and like, we, like we're saying, the – schedules i mean the but packers have one of the hardest schedules they have to play yeah they They have a they have the Bengals. i mean not the Bengals. the browns and ravens and steelers once they have to play the nfc west so they have that all those defenses the 49ers the seahawks the cardinals like and the rams and then that 17th game (laughs) nfl threw them the kansas city chiefs at them brooks with the kool-aid pour sorry I had to interrupt there. His Kool Aid. Is he taking us? Is is this is this a visual metaphor? Are we going for like? Are we are we taking a sip of the Packers Kool Aid right now? I am not gonna lie. Let's go ahead and just go into that. Packers are at ten wins. Kool Aid or no Kool Aid, Brooks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kool Aid! He took a sip of the Kool Aid. I'm not going to lie. I might have placed a little money on them winning the whole damn thing this year. Okay. As soon as Rodgers came back, uh, I really – I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where I I feel like he's just going to have an amazing year and they're going to – it wouldn't surprise me if they win at all. But, yeah, 10 wins I feel like is pretty fucking low. Under. mm, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Arlie, what do you think? Over. Oh, Sorry. I feel like I cut him off there. My bad. Did you have more Brooks? You, okay, okay. No, I, I'm going through this. I'm going through this schedule for them, and yeah, there's a bunch of tough games, but the Packers are better than most of those tough games. I'm going through this, and 13 wins completely feasible. I, I see. Thir- I see 13 of these games where it's against tough opponents, but they're the better opponent. So yeah, like that's probably why they're at ten games is just because their schedule is yeah yeah, yeah. but like and then uh, maybe there's like some skepticism on maybe. like Rogers and his relationship with them I wonder 
I, like, I I think he wants a little bit more say though in his trade, and so like I yeah. think he's gonna ball out. I, I'm, I, I, I yeah I yeah yeah. And I just so, it makes me curious why Vegas sets it at ten. That's weird. Because I feel like yeah I feel with, like with that's one, a, more game, one of the weirdest over unders that I've seen is ten. With, like uh, yeah. With a whole ass extra game and they're and they're short and yeah. they're short shooting. I'm like. With 16 games, give me the over. <laughs> yeah, right? But, like, 16, 15, 14 games, I'm still taking the over and thinking they get 11 out of 14. Like, I'm looking yeah. at this at this schedule, and, and 13, 14 wins, completely feasible. Yeah, for sure. That's, I got them I got him over. You got over. Now. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll save our I don't know. It's for the middle. Lions at four and a half? Under. Under. <laughs> Under. Are we're, they? We're, 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 hey, I'm rocking the Houston jersey for a reason because we, we're going to have a, we're, we're going to have a, a, a tank off with tank the off. Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a tank off season. And, uh, in, unless we get Deshaun Watson back, if we get Deshaun Watson back, he's going to fuck it up for us and we're not getting that number one pick. But, uh, I think this is a tank off season. And, and if with no Deshaun Watson, I think Houston and Lions go back and forth, both maybe one or two wins, whatever. Yeah. Totally. Do the Lions have more wins or more kneecaps bitten off this year? What do you think, Dustin? <laughs> they keep mentioning that. Somebody's going to break what? a kneecap this rate. You not hear uh, Dan Campbell like his opening press no. conference. He's like, we're going to get knocked down, but when we do, we're going to bite your kneecap off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's gonna, gonna be one kneecap bites. Knocked down again, and then we're gonna bite your other kneecap up. <laughs> there, there's gonna be some kneecap bites. There's way more kneecap bites than wins for this team. All right, let's get to our two. I don't knows. Oh, I want to start with. Yeah. I want to start uh, with the Vikings at nine wins. Brooks, you're on the hot seat. Nine wins for the Vikings. Dude, literally, <laughs> I've teeter tottered on this one earlier. Actually, in my notes. You know, under, under, yeah, under, under. Early. I'm going to push this one. Nine. It feels high, but again, they just feel like a 500 team. Like they're going to go eight and last year they would have gone eight and eight. And so this year they're going to go, they're, they're going to go nine and eight. Like, I think it's a push. I've literally crossed out under and wrote push and crossed that out. And I don't know. Right I don't know. So it's, bad. it's either under a push. They're not going over. I don't think they hit ten. That's that's fucking you know, ridiculous. I'm, I think I'm with Arlie, and I'm gonna push it just because I do like their offensive weapons in Cook and Jefferson and Thielen as the number two. Enough. I like it enough to give them that nine and eight. Yeah. So our last I don't know type team, Jillian's favorite, uh. the Chicago Bears. They're at seven and a half. The season hinges on Matt Nagy and when they put Justin Fields in. Brooks, what do you have the Bears at? Seven and a half, over or under? I got over. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that. You had me, you had me on the. There's a stutter. I literally I have on my notes. Seat. <gasps> I have on my notes under. Yeah. No. <laughs> What? Which? But like I switched. What? what? Talk me through this. What happened? I just feel like I was thinking about it. You know, they made the playoffs with Mitch last year. Yeah. And a team that li- literally we thought was a disaster. 
for mo- a lot of parts of the season. And, you know, as much as, as boring as Andy Dalton is, if he can just maintain a fi- yep. and that defense can go out and be that defense, I feel like I, – I just – I don't know. I feel like eight <laughs> wins is feasible. I feel like I'm taking the Vikings going under for the Bears to propel to okay. – the second right. in the division. I got them second. Billy, where's your head at? Seven and a half for the Bears. Fuck. That's hard. They have, they can <laughs> – because, all right. God look damn at, it, if, Jillian. If you look at their <laughs> roster – look at Bears. <laughs> look at, if you look at their schedule, seven wins, completely feasible. Absolutely all day. Seven wins. Yeah. Completely feasible. All right. But to put him at seven and a half, Vegas nailed this shit. Because yeah, I think it all depends on the Vikings, man. I really do. They're going to they beat, the beat the Vikings. I, I, I think that they. I, oh, then they're going to no, get over. Not. Then they're going to like. They're I hate. I hate your. And they're going to go over. Jillian, I hate your fucking Bears. <laughs> this is explicit now. I'm sorry. Pick, Damn it, Nagy. Pick Fuck. over or under. Over. Uh, <laughs> It's hard to, it's hard to say. Their their defense is gonna carry him to some stuff. And and all right, here here's what's gonna end up playing out, is you're not beating the Vikings for sure. That is within a seven point game either way. They're the same team we just talked about. Yeah, that is that is way too much confidence, Jillian, and you know it. Uh, all picks on these two teams are gonna be decided by the outcomes of their games against each other. Yeah. I, 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 okay. Like so, Vikings are going to go o- like push or go over if they beat the bears and the bears are going to go over if they beat the Vikings, the bears are going to go and break the seven and a half. They are. I think that they'll get it. I don't know where they're going to get it because again, they were, they were a surprise playoff team with a lesser quarterback. And I do think Andy Dalton's a good maintenance quarterback. And he'll hold it off until they can get Fields in, into into the mix and get him his first start at Vegas. I think that's I think that's the most reasonable spot to plug him in. Otherwise, you've really got to cross your fingers and and hope that they can make it through that four game stretch. Uh, Dustin, uh, yeah, all right, what's time over, for you? Over, over. Dustin, are you going to betray your friend Jillian? <gasps> or <laughs> whoa, I don't have any ties to the Bears. This is not a betrayal. yes. You do. You have a tie to the Bears. Of the you have order, you, right, Jillian? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. You you order. have you have one tie to the Bears, sir. You do have one tie to the Bears. You went to their city literally two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, five weeks. Was ago. Was a month? One one of those what? weeks ago. To get us back on these railroad tracks. <laughs> I'm going under. No! Oh, oh Jillian! Oh! <laughs> she said, don't you dare, and then she dare you. explain why. Wow, he got no faith in your team. The schedule is so brutal. Yeah. Even if you throw Justin Fields in sometime in that first half, you're only going to be like 3-5 and five or 3-6 and six coming out of that. And I think by then it's too late to make up for in that second half of the season when you got to play – the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Packers, the Seahawks. Like, uh, I just – the schedule sucks for them. 
They have the R. biggest R. Is friendship. Mark. Yep, that's it. That's it. That was that <laughs> was Dustin's last wrong. visit to Chicago. Prove me wrong. <laughs> On that note, I'm only taking the Packers to win this division and make the playoffs. Nobody else. Same. Same. And Arley. Realistically, if I've got to pick people to make the make it, uh, Packers are a sure shot. Bears are, I think, uh, a a a. Now you're taking the Bears to make no, the no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish the thought process, Goodness sir. Gracious. Let me finish the thought process. The He's Bears. He's just trying to become friends with Jillian. I'm trying so to take over, so I got a place to stay in Chicago now. No. Um. I. I, I do think. I. I, I do think. Uh, the. The Bears are the only one that might sneak their way in somewhere behind all these other teams. Um. But that will be like kind of a dark horse, like. Yeah, shot in the dark kind of thing. Like keep that as yeah. your as your backup if we need to make edits after next week's. So. Yeah, yeah. I got. I'm, I, I'm think, a, I got to kind of. I think we need to kind of go back over this before week one yeah, starts and like us, really pick our solids. All listed out of who's got what. So. Nice, nice. I think I, I legit between those two teams. I'm just going off of like I said, what is known, and the only thing that's known between those two teams is that the Bears <laughs> have an amazing defense. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just that was just like you you've said that same line about three times now, and you're it's like just, that's all I can say about these two teams is the Bears. All I know have a good it's all I know defense. All I know. <laughs> all right, all let's right, wrap sorry. up a little NFL talk. Yeah. Next week we will be doing the East, AFC East, NFC East, covering the Cowboys, all Patriots, right. Dolphins, all that good stuff. So tune in for that next week. Just some news around the NFL league. A couple things out of Jacksonville. Fuck. Big shocker. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was named quarterback. Yeah. Ooh. Whoop what? Yeah. I don't Garner know. Minshew? Damn. Yeah. Garner Minshew's going to get shipped Fuck. out of town because everybody kind of wants him to be their backup now. But another big thing was Travis Etienne has some kind of broken foot issue. That's going to be hard for him. James Robinson got, like, all the reps. He got hurt, I guess, pretty early and didn't get anything after the last preseason game came out that he broke his foot or fractured something in his foot. It was a weird terminology on yeah. that. I had never seen it. I had to go Google it, and it's it's basically like a uh, muscle tear or something in the middle of your foot. Gotcha. Like, the muscle was torn from the Ooh. bone or something like that. It's, uh. I don't know. I saw the terminology and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And so, well, I like, so like, it. that's kind of like what happens in a shin splint, right? Like where the muscle tears away from the from the bone. I don't know. Usually, yeah, you don't hear about that happening in the middle of the foot. Usually, a yeah. foot injury is more of like a stress fracture type situation yeah. where the bones can't move and kind of just collide with each other. I've never heard of the muscles in the foot doing that. that yeah, that affects I, Arlie's Jaguars bets. Plural. But here's what they need to do. They need to get on the phone with the Colts foot doctor and be like, yo, we got a foot injury over here. You got Carson Wentz back in like 10 days. Come down here. Well, they, they can't. They already put him on the IR and he's uh, done for the year. So five yeah. to, to say five to 12 weeks. It's fine. You can't when you, when you put someone on <laughs> IR in the preseason, it's for the season. It's not good the short term. IR. Good for James Robinson, bad for Arlie. Yep. Good for the Jags next uh, draft pick, I guess. But uh, 
the other as big news was Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter over Drew Locke in Denver. Denver has like Brooks's favorite word today. They have a great defense. That's all I know about them. Yep. But they were debating between Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, it's not significant just because the Broncos are like the third-ish best team in this division. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it is significant for Drew Locke. Yes. And the, and the Broncos because, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is not your future quarterback, Broncos. No. And he's also not a quarterback like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type who could miraculously like get you to the playoffs still. He's just a keep your head above water type quarterback. Yeah. Whereas Drew Locke, you still have question marks on hey, he's got high upside, he's got the arm, he just has some decision making and all that, but he's not gonna get any better or become a your no, yeah. future if you just don't start him. So I think this not saying it's a bad move, but it's not good for Drew Locke and their future. This is uh, waiting it out and seeing if we can get Aaron Rodgers next year type of move. I really yeah. believe it's like, yeah, just kind of tread. Let's just tread water for a season. Teddy Bridgewater can do that for you. Get you some wins here and there. You're not going to blow the doors off of anybody, but you know, let's get through this season and the next year. Let's try to get in on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. I mean, yeah, who else? I was about to look up who else is. They've long been tied to NFL free agents for next year. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick tops the list. Duh. <laughs> Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor. Give me more Google. Work faster. Thank you. Jameis comes back up. Jacoby Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky. If, yeah, I mean – Rodgers would have to be like a trade situation where they cut him type deal. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what – I guess uh, – what's his name in? Jared Goff just signed that big deal. He's got a couple more years, so same kind of situation. But, yeah, I can see that. I can see that, Brooks. And any other NFL news that you guys seen floating around? Nah, man. We just got got, got our next topic. Yeah, so Big time. over to Brooks, our hard knocks expert, and give us uh, the breakdown of all the drone footage, dude. That was great. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as it's been talked about on some other shows, this was probably the high point of the season so far of hard knocks. It's just all I've heard is really an awesome drone drone scene. It's like, wait, really isn't this boring. the football show? <laughs> it, it was really freaking cool, though. I it mean, was, they went through was. the whole the whole thing. It was neat. Um, as for the team, it's been pretty boring, which I guess if you're a Cowboys fan That's is good. good. It's like not cool. a lot of drama. The Probably the big, biggest drama is figuring out what's going on with Dak and that shoulder now. Um, hopefully it's nothing terrible. But, you know, I don't know. The best parts of the show are the drone – um, one of y'all's running backs who's trying to make the team is having problems with his contacts. Um, oh yeah, so yeah. he wore some. So he wore some goggles, and that was you know yeah. kind of the other high point of the Hell show. Yeah. All right, and he's then, fine. And then <laughs> probably the third best thing for the moment is y'all have a player from Mexico. That was cool. And I like that story. His his mom was treating that preseason game like it was a goddamn Super Bowl. Yeah, she was. <laughs> it was like oh boy. it was a meaningless preseason game, but she was into it. And um, yeah, it was definitely. Uh, 
I was here for I it. Know. I was here for it. No, yeah, the, the, yeah. the whole international thing, Mexico, like, uh, I, uh, it was the 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 uh, Al Alcaron, Al, Al something like Al that. Cor- the guy who wanted the cake. Yeah, the, the cake guy. The cake guy. And, and, oh, and so He's so he he, yeah. he was one of the main Big features for this one, and they went over to his house, and his both of his brothers just as fucking massive, by the way. They just, they just didn't decide to go into football, but they very well could have. Uh, but that was that was very cool seeing his family, kind of seeing a little bit of an insight into uh, into the NFL becoming more and more international, which is very cool. Um, they they had that whole little program where they where they bring people over and get them tryouts and get them on practice squads yeah. and you know people that would be good for the NFL. Good, good and so. You see it. Yeah, there was a. Go ahead. There is footage of him talking to a Arizona Cardinal player who was from I, I don't know what country he was from, but like he was Sweden also, uh, like yeah, Europe, a foreign Europe. player. Yeah. And they were just kind of having a little conversation That's about cool. it. Uh, so, um, yeah, m- neat stuff, I guess, on that aspect of it. But as for news wise, I mean, y'all lost another preseason game. Danucci is mm-hmm. not good. He ain't gonna make um, it. He's gonna I, get so. I don't know if he's gonna get cut, but he'll he'll. Def- I don't think he's gonna get that first start, that first backup spot. No, he's gonna get I, I cut, think... and I wouldn't doubt if they make a trade for Gardner Minshew. That would be... I would love that. That would be awesome. Yeah, y'all, y'all. I would I would start actually picking y'all to win more games with that one. Like, yeah, Dax Dax hurt, but like, you know, uh, like he. He still hasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Like having a good backup like that, Gardner Minshew would be. Especially with those weapons on offense, like yeah, I would like that. You got to be able to have somebody who can get them the ball. I would really like that for Dallas. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, that's is there is there any talk of that? Oh yeah, I mean not like serious, but there's a lot of rumors through the media about it. There hasn't been any NFL okay 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 sources, but. That's, oh yeah, you some, uh, he would fit players. right in. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! I'd I'd actually like to see that. Oh yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I my my hate for the Cowboys has turned me into a fan of watching them, like just just as a show. So like, I want to see that happen for are. the show. Yeah, like that. That's like, oh man, I want to I want to see that happen because like Garner Minshew is just one of the funnest people to w- ever watch on the football field now. Oh, and uh, last note on Hard Knocks is a, a guy I knew in college was on it for like a split second. <laughs> what? His name was Gavin. He he went to tech with me. Uh, he was friends with my boy Mark Chapin. And there's like a there. Jerry Jones is giving a speech at the uh, at the Star facility, and then they pan to the crowd, and his face is like right there on the front nice. row. No, and no. I was like, is that him? Yeah. And then I saw on his Instagram, because it, it was so quick, I wasn't really able to tell. And then I saw him post on Instagram today, and he That's was like, cool. just me, Jerry Jones, and whatever on Hard Knocks. <laughs> and I was like, let's go. Well, nice. I that was you. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's good All news. All right. Well, that's it for NFL stuff. Arlie, get us into shot bets. Yeah, there we go. So. Uh, shot bets. Let's let's take a look at that for this week. We're going streaky. Yeah. All right. So shot bet game or shot bet 
I guess, for this week. Not really one single game. Uh, we had the series in between White Sox and the Rays. And Brooks over here was kind of pulling for the White Sox to pull this off. So that way, the, there we go. And he's got his shot ready. Um, so it was a series matchup in between the Rays and the White Sox. Obviously, uh, he wanted the, the, the White Sox to win this one, causing the Rays to lose more games, giving his Boston Red Sox a bit of a better chance here to try and take over the division. But the Rays end up winning this one two out of the three games. They end up taking the division, or not the division, sorry, the series. I'm an idiot. Uh, and so giving me and Dustin the win and Brooks a rare loss. He has not, he hasn't had too many of those in past. To... No, you haven't. You, been, you know, and getting a little thirsty in the chat department. So, throw, you know, throw a little it's dry okay. over it's there. Okay. We gotta, we gotta get some losses. Gotta keep us, keep us humble, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so Brooks, Brooks gets Don't a random get loss. Cocky. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. No, no, no. Brooks gets a random loss. Me and Dustin get a random win. We'll take it. We take that. Uh, but Rays end up winning two out of the three games. This week's bet. Uh, we're going to go ahead and make our picks on this one. College football is back. We are back with football. College Week football zero. is back, baby. Week zero. Uh, we have Illinois versus Nebraska. Um, Yo, I didn't know this until I was looking at it. Uh, this huh. game is in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, what? Ireland. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Love it. I think they were supposed to start that last year. Maybe they did that the year yeah. before. But yeah, big team game in Dublin. So that's Dublin. Cool. Dublin, Ireland. So that is why that the Big awful. Ten foes are Big Ten foes are facing off in the first week is uh, Dublin, yeah, Ireland. A, I'm digging that. This is a uh, Big Ten matchup, week one or week zero, I guess. First week zero. Game. I so think it's weird when college football is back, baby. Let's go. All right. Guys, uh, Nebraska versus Illinois. Nebraska being a little bit of a favorite here, I believe. Um, Seven-point favorite. Yeah. Um, so football, we pick the lines for our new listeners who haven't listened to us while we pick football games. We pick basketball and most other sports by a straight up who's going to win. But when it comes to football, we pick it on the spread. So yep, yep, yep. Nebraska a is a seven-point favorite. That's how we pick it. These two teams are finished to pick at the bottom of the Big Ten West. All right. Love it. Big (laughs) matchup. You know Um, how week zero goes. Love it. I'm so I'll kick us off. I'm going Nebraska over. Nebraska over the seven. I I think that they cover that spread and they 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 beat them by ten. Illinois has a new coach too, I think. Brett Belima. Yes, sir. God. Well, so, uh, all right, Brooks, what what is going to be your pick for this shot bet? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> okay, Dustin, what is going to be your pick for this? What what is going, Dustin? What is going to be your pick? Brooks passed. Want to hear? I'm taking Nebraska. Okay, two two for Nebraska on this one. So they're going to win. I'll by. go with Illinois. I'll go with oh. Illinois. Brooks. That's fucked up. All right. I feel like that's going to become true now just because he waited and it's a thing. All right. So I was going to go with Illinois. Were you? I figured y'all are both going to go Nebraska. So I just wanted. I, I, you don't know us. For, <laughs> I'm not doing that for any smart gambling yeah. shots reason. I just doing it to. It's for fun. I don't know. It's all in good fun. 
fuck Nebraska always for leaving us. But sure. okay. So right. um, Brooks still salty. Me and Dustin picking Nebraska on this one. Uh, so uh, shot bet totals. Dustin should be at like a negative five hundred shot bet total after this weekend, but he's still at that. six. Uh, because we don't decide to take pictures and post our shots, even though he had about a good 20 over the weekend. I, I can almost guarantee it. I'll get back on it sometime soon. I'll get better at it. I think you just gotta, <laughs> you just need to record one freaking weekend. Yeah. I Sorry. know, I know you're going out with the K's and I know and, and, and there. there's no way that there's, you're not covering a six shot bet. Oh, a debt within one weekend. You could literally just one after another. Sir, how's he supposed to pay it off? Last weekend was his first time ever going to Chimney's, so yeah, first time. Uh, well, yeah, I'm saying at home. <laughs> uh, I've seen the I've seen the little fireball minis. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> first time at Chimney's. We're new here. Nice place, good color. Didn't team. know what to do. We had to like help him order. <laughs> Where's yeah, the bar? It's good here. Do they come to the table? Uh, anyways, yeah. all right. Uh, so anybody listening at home, make sure you pay off the shot bets. Anything that you owe right now, Dustin is still. At six, because he does not record his shot bets. Uh, Brooks is back down to zero. He just took the one that he owed for this game right here. I'm at one. I'm still kind of cool with 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 uh, carrying over that debt to next week. I'm cool with that. Um, but that is going to wrap up the episode for us. Let's go ahead and jump over to final shots, final takes for the week. Dustin, start us off. Final shot. What do you got, man? I feel like this is yeah, a good I one. I have a good one. Yeah, yeah, let's well, see I it. thought Brooks wanted this one, but I saw he, he pivoted because something else came up. Okay. But this weekend, ESPN was airing Corgi Race Championships. Oh, yeah. I missed that? <laughs> this was what? on, like, an actual – like, this wasn't in the middle of, like, a random basketball court or field. This is on, like, an actual, like, horse track, like, with stands and fans and everything. So we're having the Corgi Race Championships, right? We all pick our winners. And then we see this one corgi has a muzzle on getting brought out. And we're like, like trying to fight. This is not a good corgi to have in a race. We get towards almost the end of the race and gravy. This corgi that had the muzzle on has a three corgi collision and then starts attacking one of the other corgis at the finish line. Like before they're even done mid race. It was a travesty. That dog should have never even been in this race. You have to put a muzzle on your corgi to race in the corgi championships. He shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be there. Yeah, I agree. He had a muzzle. He immediately raced to attack a dog. He shouldn't have been in there. I don't. This is abysmal. The corgi races should be ashamed of themselves for letting this even happen. <laughs> it should. We were Maybe pissed off at suspended forever. Yeah, what the- that's my final shot. Corgi races. I tweeted about it on the Tailgate Talks yeah. Twitter on uh, Saturday. So you oh, guys at the Corgi Race Palace. Uh, it was what? brutal. Like, Are you, like you just, have it pulled up? Yeah, it's on the stream right now. No, oh, that wasn't the race. The That's not it? Where's the actual no, this race? Is, we're talking it's the, the championship, the championship race. race. Yeah. The championship race. Is it this? Either it was way, pretty, I didn't know this damn. was a thing. Oh yeah. Well, while you're finished looking that up, Brooks, I'll get mine. Take yours. So my final shot is to former NBA player, NBA champion, champion. J.R. Smith, is now a freshman golf player. 
What? Oh yeah, this At is the race. North Carolina. Oh, no, this is the race. Look at this crash. Right here, this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. I see it. There's like a three corgi crash, and then Gravy like gets a couple of right there. bites at this other one. Like, look at this crash, kaboom! Just takes and him out. When they get out, he like keeps it going. Like, what a little was... dickhead! Oh, for sure. Exactly. Fuck Gravy. All okay. right, yeah, Gravy's a piece of shit. What the? I want to end on these race. I have a corgi. I want it on these races. Know, right? She's a little fatty though. She's had no shot. She's she, she, up. She'd go for whoever had food. Anyways, back to back to Brooks's uh J.R. Smith is back. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, J.R. Yeah. Smith is back, but in golf he is now and the NCAA approved him to play for <laughs> North Carolina A T A and T golf team. Yeah. So uh I guess you can go back to college and have eligibility. Um yeah. uh, I guess. So, you know, that's kind of cool fun for him i'm sure he'll make bank on the nil stuff oh. um so yeah cool for him jr smith amateur golfer. amateur golfer all right we can't get rid of him and we all know he's i bad. think he, it's he's, just, he's undependable on a long shot so i don't, I don't know how that's gonna go for he him. did say he's like actually going to school to learn shit like he tweeted out he was like i don't know what people are trying to talk shit he's like i'm actually trying to learn so Hey, <laughs> it's because you, you, you know why we're talking shit, Jr. It's because you had fucking eighty feet of space. Anyways, okay. Well, wish him luck, and hopefully he brings home some NCAA championships. I like to it. go along with his NBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I, this is this is this might be the. You're never the, too young to live your dreams, folks. This might be one of my favorite <laughs> like like final final shots for the week yet. Okay. Uh, mine is just uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. So we had the news from Messi leaving, going to PSG. Um, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, wants out. He wants out of Juventus. He wants out of Italy. And he wants to go back to back to the English Premier League, and wants to try and end up at at uh, this broke today. By the way, uh, he wants to end up at Manchester City. So he used to be on Manchester United. So a little bit of like a, not really controversy there, but like a little bit of like con- conflicting interest there. But his first start for it, as a professional soccer player was with Manchester United. And Manchester City now is kind of a little bit of the better team, but he wants to get back to the EPL. So that's kind of the bigger biggest highlight there is movement from the two up, greatest players. Huh. You're going to bring up Mbappe when it, going to what, Barcelona? That's good, but it's kind of mid tier. I mean, it's it's good, but it's kind of mid tier news as far as like, because like I I was gonna talk about that initially, but Cristiano Ronaldo wanting to move is more impactful. Yeah. Uh, he still doesn't matter how old he gets, still one of the most impactful players on any roster. If he ends up on Man City, that that makes him an instant favorite to win the EPL and possibly the Champions League right out of the gates. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. But the the he ended up uh, sitting himself out of the last game. He, he yeah he he kept himself off the field. He's like I don't want to play, and so they sat him for that entire last round or last match. Um, but that does wrap up the show, guys. Uh, that is going to be it for the tailgate this week. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, follow us on all the instance or on all the socials, 
And uh, definitely another good week. Uh, any last input? Any last takes from you guys? I'm in. All right, all right. That wraps us up. Wraps it up. We will catch you guys next week. Catch y'all at the next tailgate.